0: Welcome to the Give Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Elizabeth Stitt. She is a parenting coach and educator, workshop leader, speaker and author of Parenting as a Second Language. Elizabeth, thanks so much for being on our show today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So I'm not a parent yet, but I've been a teacher and I just have so much respect for parents because of the fact that when I was younger and more ignorant and and not aware, I'm like, oh my gosh, parents, like, you know, how hard is that? But again, when I started teaching, when I saw my my relatives, my brothers, my cousins having their own kids, I'm like, oh my God, like, it, it's, it's, it's insane. So tell us why you actually chose to teach this because a lot of parents that I know, once they're done parenting, <laughs> they don't want to go back. They don't want to think about that too much. So... Why did you choose to, you know, what, what was the re- inspiration for you to be a parenting coach?
1: Well, really, it was the big change that I saw first in students and then in their parents over 25 years of teaching.
0: And so, what do you mean?
1: Yeah, you specifically, mean like, if you, if you took a typical parent in 1990 would be like, come to back to school night, I'd give them my spiel, they'd be like, thanks, Mrs. Stitt see you at conferences and you know at a conference i'd say these are the things that christopher really needs to work on these are the where this is where he's hitting it out of the park thanks mrs stitt see you in the spring fast forward to you know fast forward 25 years and by the time the class list gets posted in the office window um you know by the by the end of the night you've got 45 emails going dear mrs stitt What you need to understand about Christopher is that he's a very special child. (laughs) He's actually very bright and will work very hard for you, but he gets bullied a lot and he feels self-conscious. So that causes him to be a bit of a bully himself. And what you need to do is, and they proceed to tell me how to do my job and what I can ask and what I cannot ask of the student. Um, So then when I began to talk to parents a little bit more in depth and to kind of what I realized was the incredible depth of anxiety um, and fear that was driving this kind of behavior so that, um, and isolation. So I think the job of parenting used to be easier because, first of all, we didn't take it so seriously. And that was probably a good thing. If you weren't bleeding, your parents were pretty much happy to kick you outdoors and have you go play.
0: That's um, the parameter.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, was that your experience?
0: I'm, I'm just laughing because it's like if you were, yeah, it's just funny. No. Okay. Go on. Sorry. I'm, I apologize for, for interrupting.
1: Yeah. No, not at all. Um, right. So parents didn't think that they had to do it all. Most importantly, they didn't see every single data point as the future indicator of the success of the child. So. I feel like, you know, in 1990, parents were taking the long view on their kids. They saw childhood as childhood. If a kid was, you know, a little bit goofy or a screw up or a little bit slow about something, they're like, well, he'll get there. He's going to figure this out. It's going to be okay. And today, you know, if a child gets a poor grade or isn't getting his math facts right, he's not passing those timed multiplication test absolutely every single time the fear that comes of the parent is literally like this is it this is the end of the world now he's not going to Stanford to Harvard to Princeton or even to UC Berkeley and life is going to be at an end
0: interesting as yeah. a as a teacher again since I actually taught in high school for three years and I, I just I never realized how much patience you need. And so you did it for so many years. I mean, how did you, cause you know, this podcast is about stories and about inspiring people. We have mostly entrepreneurs and executives and authors and whatnot. And one of the biggest things like, you know, things don't happen overnight nor in even one or two years. So like you've been teaching for 25 plus years and you're coaching now for a number of years. Do you feel that patience for you was something that you developed or something that it's innate in you? Like what are, cause that's one of the most important qualities were what you just said like, if I had all these parents coming to me, which mind you, again, when I taught in high school who I didn't want to work with actually with the parents, cause they would just come in there, like exactly what you said. So whether it's a parent or a customer, how do you, how do you work with people that might be really just on your case and they're not, they don't even know what's going on, you know, even though they're the parent or the customer. So how do you work with people that might be a bit challenging and, and irate toward you?
1: Well, so one thing that's interesting is that when I switched from teaching to coaching, um, because, because I had had infinite patience with my students. Um, absolutely. And then I would listen to adults speaking and sometimes they were being short-sighted or selfish or even mean yeah. about their kids. And my initial reaction was sort of like, you know, the dragon roaring up going, wait a minute, You what do you mean you're treating your child that way? Or like, It's your job, just do it. (laughs) So one of the things that I really had to develop as I switched from teaching to coaching was to stop advocating for the kids, which had been what I had been, and start advocating for the parent. And part of the way I had to do that was to actually advocate for the little child inside the parent, because that enabled me to be empathetic, right? if we're going to believe that a child always does the best he can, given the skills that he has, we need to extend that same grace to everybody. And that means that parents are always doing the best that they can at the moment, given the skills that they have. And that's really one of the points. The point is, is that parenting is a skill. It's not something we inherently know how to do. So, if a parent is being short-sighted or, or, you know, impatient or mean, or like, I can't believe you did to that kid. I'm going to extend the same grace and understanding and patience to him or her that I would to his or her child. And that's just a sign like, okay, we have some skills to gain here. We have some stuff to work on. And that's really, that's really what gives me patience with adults is, is, Keeping firmly in mind that everybody loves their child. They want to do the best they can by their child. And if they're not doing the best, they just need support. They need more skills.
0: Well, that's a great perspective to, to have. What's one thing we can do each day, Elizabeth, to, to be better parents or better mentors, better teachers for not just our kids, but for, for anyone that we meet?
1: Well, I do yoga. <laughs> and- <laughs> I mean, I, I seriously think, I mean, and I know more so than during sheltering in place. Um, that is what reminds me. That is what keeps me sane. And that is what goes like, oh, all right. This is my purpose. This is what I'm trying to serve. And I mean, I'm telling parents all the time, take a deep breath. Take a breath. Pause. Increase the amount of time between reacting and acting. And yoga does that for me. So getting on the yoga mat every day gives me, puts me in the position where somebody else is reminding me. Elizabeth, breathe. <sighs> Just be present. Just deal with what's right in front of us. Don't try to solve the whole world. Just solve right now, this moment.
0: That's great advice. Just being self-aware not being reactive. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for being on the show. How can our guests stay in touch with you?
1: My website is my name, Elizabeth with an S, -S 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 E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-S-T-I-T-T, ElizabethStitt.com. And I can be found on Facebook as Joyful Parenting and on Instagram as Joyful Parenting. And on Pinterest and Twitter as I forget what. (laughs)
0: No worries. No worries. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Have a great day.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks, Christopher.